Get ready to listen. Okay, next question. Get ready to listen. Block by block Chicago. Block by block Chicago. Block by block Chicago. Hello, I'm Marcella. And I am Olivia. We're from the Block by Block podcast program, and today we're going to ask Celia C. Perez some questions about her experience as an author while writing her novel, The First Rule of Punk. Celia came today to Burley School for our annual book bash, an event where authors come in to teach Burley students about their experience in writing a book. Um, the first question is, how did you develop the character of Malu, and where did you get your inspiration? Mm. So Malu is, um, that character is a little bit of me and a little bit made up. Um, so I am half Cuban and half Mexican and Malu is half Mexican and half white. And so we both share that, um, that kind of dual identity. So a lot of her, um, like her identity issues, like her not being sure where she fits in comes from my own experiences. And then I also like punk rock and I make zines. And so that, um, those things also came from my own, uh, life experiences. Um, and then a lot of her is just made up. She's uh, very different from what I was like when I was 12. So I kind of wanted to write a character where I had some things in common, but was also very different from who I was when I was, um, when I was her age. Well, when you were writing the book, who did you look up to? Like, who was your inspiration? Inspiration? Um, so there are a lot of authors that I enjoy reading when I was, um, when I was younger that I, that I found inspiring. And then I still read a lot of children's books as an adult because I write children's books. So, so I read a lot of them in order to be inspired. So some of my favorites are, um, when I was younger, Judy Bloom and Beverly Cleary, um, and also E.L. Konigsberg, who wrote um, the um, mixed up fi- from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. Um, but as an adult, some of the children's books that I've read and that I've enjoyed that were inspiring were um, Grace Lynn's books. She wrote The Year of the Rat, The Year of the Dog, and Dumpling Days. Um, I also like Rebecca Stead a lot. She wrote um, I'm blanking out, but you you know <laughs> you know the title, right? <laughs> when you reach me, when you yeah. reach me, yeah. <laughs> um, and liar and spy, yeah, those are really good. Um, so those are some of the the stories that that inspire me. I like stories that are kind of contemporary that take place in today, um, and that are about kids kind of trying to find their place in the world. Um, and I was also inspired by my son, who is a sixth grader right now. Um, I wanted to write a book that was. Um, a book where he could see himself, you know, in the character. And so um, I don't know if he totally identifies with Malu, but I hope he kind of does because she also was a little bit inspired by him. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where, who my inspirations were. How do you think readers can relate to Malu? Um, I think that Malu is, she's experiencing something that, that I think everyone experiences at some point in their life. Um, you know, this, uh, this having to figure out like what your place in the world is or where you fit in in your community or whether that's your school or your family. And so I feel like that's something that we all go through, um, sometimes when we're younger, sometimes throughout our lives at different points. So I'm hoping that everyone can kind of identify with that with that need to find your place, but also to kind of be able to express yourself and be who you are as an individual. 
What was uh, some of the struggles you had while writing the book? Struggles. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> it's hard. Writing books is writing a book is hard. <laughs> it's hard because um, I think sometimes you have this idea that that it should be easy, that you should just be able to sit down and this story is just going to flow. Um, and that doesn't always happen. It, it takes like some work and it also takes other people's eyes looking at your work to sort of dig out the story. Um, and that I think was a little bit hard for me because I'd never really had other people read my work. So when I was working with my agent and my editor, it was a little, it was a little bit hard to just kind of let it go and let other people read it and give feedback and provide, you know, their own ideas and thoughts on what I was writing because I felt very possessive of it. So I think that was probably the hardest thing. Why did you want to write a book in the first place? I always wanted to write a book. I felt like um, I had a book in me. Hopefully I have more than one book in me. <laughs> uh, so when I, yeah, when I was really young, I loved to read and I loved to write. Um, and I always felt like writing was... Uh, was something that I was really good at and it was a way for me to express myself because I was really shy when I was younger and I felt like I couldn't always um, say what I was thinking or say what I was feeling and so writing for me became very important and um, and so I knew that whatever I did uh, later on in life as an adult it would have something to do with writing whether it was just writing you know articles or essays or eventually a book. What was um... Like, how do you really relate to the character in your book? Who I relate to, Malu? Um, I relate to Malu in that um, she's kind of, I always think of her as a little bit cranky. Do you think she's a little bit cranky? Yeah. She's a little bit cranky, and I'm, kind, <laughs> I'm like that too. Um, and I feel like you don't always see characters like that in books who are not always like very likable. Um, but I think that's what makes her human. Like people aren't always likable. You know, we all have our bad moments and we all have our kind of, um, bratty moments, right? Where we, where we want what we want when we want it. Um, so I feel like I identify with her because she, she is sort of cranky and she has very strong ideas about, you know, what she wants and who she is. And I think in that way, we're pretty similar. How, did you come up with the title of the book? I did. Um, and it's funny because uh, so when, when the, we sent the manuscript to the editor, um, before it went to the editor, my agent and I had I'd listed some, some possible titles and she thought of some possible titles. And then um, eventually I just, when it went to the editor, I just wrote the first rule of punk as a title, thinking that um, it would be a working title and it would eventually be changed. Um, and that came from uh, a scene early in the book before she leaves Florida when she's still with her dad and her dad asks her, you know, what's the first rule of punk? And she's kind of joking and saying different things. Um, so that's where that came from. And so when it went to the editor, you know, we were working on the manuscript for a while and eventually I asked the question, like, what's the title going to be? Are we going to talk about the title? And the editor said, well, it's the first rule of punk. So, so the, the title that I proposed at the beginning that I thought would eventually change just ended up being the title, which I don't think always happens. Sometimes it does, but, um, yeah, in this case it stuck. What is your favorite book? Ooh, oh my gosh, that's like the toughest question. My favorite book. Um, because that changes depending on 
what I've read and what my mood is. Um, so my favorite book, okay, my favorite book when I was a kid was a book called Witch's Sister by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor. And it's a book about a girl who thinks that her older sister is a witch. And so she spends the summer kind of spying on her and trying to find out if she really is being turned into a witch by this old neighbor of theirs. Uh, my favorite book now, I've started reading. Um, so when I was younger, I loved scary books. And I've sort of gone back to reading scary books now as an adult. And one of my favorites is um, Doll Bones by Holly Black. Have you read that? It's really, it's really good and creepy. <laughs> um, so that's probably my favorite right now. But a lot of my favorites right now are scary books. So that one, Thornhill by, um, I think her name is Pam Smy. And these are all books for, for like younger readers, middle school readers, um, is another of my favorites right now. Um, did your experience in writing this book influence you? Like, do you want to write another book? I do. I would love to write more books. Um, I'm working on my second book now, and hopefully, if I can get my act together, it will come out next year, late next year. Um, and it's also middle grade, so middle grade is for, um, I think the target ages, they say, are like 9 to 12, but it can go older, it can go a little bit younger, um, but same kind of age range as uh, the first rule of punk. Um, yeah, so I'm working on my second book, and then I've got some ideas for other other books in the future, and um, so hopefully I don't stop at one. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, that it? Um, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is a lot of fun. I love podcasts, so I love being able to do this, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to listening to it. You always ask good questions. Kids ask good questions because there are a lot of questions that seem very, like, like what's your favorite book seems like an easy question, but it's a very, <laughs> tough, that's oh, a, this book. That's a, yeah, that's a tough question. Um, or, you know, how do you identify, like, how do you connect with your, with your, uh, with your character? Those are sometimes things that you don't really think about until someone asks you that question. So, yeah, so it's a lot of fun to do this. Thank you. Celia C. Perez interview was brought to you by CPS Lives, recorded by Olivia and Marcella at Burley Elementary School, edited by Marcella, music by Nether Friends, a homeroom Chicago 10x10 project.